fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know where I wouldn't want to be right now? Um, Tehran, Iran. I really would not want to really? be there as an American right now. Oh, if yeah. you're an American and you oh, yeah. live in Iran, I might be considering a call to U-Haul. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know they've they've said that uh, they were issuing uh, travel warnings oh, to Iraq. Yeah. Iraq. So I mean, I canceled, I canceled my visit. Did uh, you? Yeah, you were headed there. Well, I've got timeshare. Oh, okay. Timeshare. Beautiful this time of yeah, year. Just outside of Baghdad, and beautiful. I thought, eh, you know, maybe maybe not go this time. Yeah. So I missed out on my two weeks. Uh, so we'll get into that. Uh, also, uh, we got to get into this ruling of this judge in Fort Worth Horrible. who who says that the, the family uh, doesn't have any choice, that, that the, uh, the, the baby, their 11-month-old baby, who is critically ill, has to be taken off life support. Uh, just an unbelievable story. We'll get to that in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Uh, in the state of Texas, this has been happening way too often. A judge ruled yesterday that an 11-month-old baby can be taken off life support at Cook Children's Medical Center in Fort Worth against the family's wishes. How and why would you rule this way? The family of Tinsley Lewis, uh, Tinsley was born in February with uh, severe medical problems they're going to appeal the decision. They're filing an emergency motion to stay, which, if granted, will prevent the hospital from removing life-sustaining care while the appeal goes on. Well, and the hospital said, I mean, they were kind enough to say they were going to leave the baby uh, on life support for, for seven, seven days. days. That Either was big way, of them. That e- was big e- of them. No matter which way the decision went, yeah, uh, they good were for them. to do that. And it also, they also uh, were mm. the officials at Cook Children's, uh, hospital said in a statement that the judge's decision allows the hospital staff to make the most compassionate and medically appropriate decisions for the child. Now, when did when did hospital staff become the deciders in the life of a child? That's where we're at, right? I mean, I, I, Over the parents. I would. I would. That be. is unbelievable to me. It's unbelievable, and it happens all the time. So it sh- I should believe it by now because it happens <laughs> yes. all the time, even here in the United States. And it happens a lot of times, and it doesn't make the news. And, you know, people just deal with it. The, yes. Their statement, yes. the statement from the hospital was, our medical judgment is that Tinsley should be allowed to pass naturally and peacefully. Well, that's not up to you. It should be up to her parents. I agreed. And they, they even have said that they, you know, look, we checked with other hospitals. Ah, and and they, all, they all agreed with us. Oh, so, okay. And? Okay. Great. Thank you. They say even with the most extraordinary measures the medical team is taking, Tinsley continues to suffer. To keep her alive, doctors and nurses must keep her on a constant stream of painkillers, sedatives, and paralytics. I mean, I don't know what the condition is, and it sounds bad. Uh, it sounds really bad. Yeah. And she is in distress, they say. Um,. Tinsley's cousin, Ty Brown, says, we're pretty sad. We're not angry with the judge or anything, but, you know, it's a very sad feeling. I would be. Oh, my gosh. I would be probably in jail right now. Yes. I know. I know I would be. There's no way. (laughs) No. 
I'm just not letting the hospital staff make the decision in the life of my child. I don't understand how that's possible. And But again, happens all the time. It does happen all the time. And it's, it's, happens it's, in Britain. It the, happens here. And, you know, look, we've decided. Um, we've decided that your kid can't make it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. Um, remember when we talked about death panels? When the whole Obamacare discussion was going that, on. That they wouldn't exist and they were crazy. And yeah, crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. There was it, a conspiracy kind of theory that there there would never be a group of people like hospital administrators that would decide uh, whose life is worth trying to save and whose life is I do isn't. remember those conversations, yeah. <laughs> Based on, you know, just the, the, the cost analysis on whether or not uh, well, what, we thought no, this, it was worth but it. This, now, the story I read, mm-hmm. and this is just the story I read, I know that, you know... Uh, there was no mention of cost analysis. No, there yeah, wasn't. So no, that it is true. Don't start bringing <laughs> your, your, little, your little ideas into <clears throat> the frame of the story, mm-hmm. okay, my friend? There was no mm-hmm. death panels. Sure, they went to <laughs> 19 different other hospitals, and they all got together and decided. And had a little death pedal decision. That, no, <laughs> sure, right. they sat yeah, down sure. and talked. That, that, sure. And we all agree that uh, the kid can't make it, so pull the plug. Sure, that happened. Man. But that's not a death panel. <laughs> Silly. It's it's crazy, and here we here we are, here we are. The mom has no de- no decision. It doesn't matter. No Just right decided. to make make a, a choice here. The court's decided now. The dad has no right to make a choice here, uh, and the family says, um, the family's lawyer says criminals on death row have more rights. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? And by the way, the criminals on death row, I don't know if you're aware of this, they've actually committed a heinous crime to be in the position yeah. they're in. Now, they have been convicted of a uh-huh. heinous crime. Yeah. Yes. yeah, they have. Yes, they have. Yeah, so. Uh, and the baby, completely innocent. Uh, so. No, but I mean, the, the baby was. No, felon? You know, no. Just born. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't really done much. The baby was yeah. just born. Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, I don't know where you go with this. I guess they're going to appeal. And they're trying to get a stay so that, you know, the, yeah. the life support, because I doubt the appeal will be heard in a week. Maybe it will. But usually that doesn't happen. So you don't want the plug being pulled before you get an appeal process that and goes they, through. And Governor Abbott and uh, uh, the Attorney General have said that they're going to help, you know, as best the family? they can with the, with the process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. It's, I trust you know, Abbott. Listen, I mean, Governor it's, Abbott's it's great. Thing it is. To be part it's really of. tough. Yeah, it's you really know, tough. I, and I certainly am glad. I I mean, I have to face it simply because we're doing this story. And you start thinking that if it was your family, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any, or your child, that what your reaction would be. And I'm with you, Pat. Um, mm-hmm. there would, it would be ugly. Part of the story would be, and the father, Jeff Fisher, is now in jail. Yeah, well, uh, yes. There's no, I, I know that. Because I would have I a slight that. disagreement with the hospital staff I, uh, by now. Just a, uh, just a slight. We would have I had some words. Have, I, I may have commented. Voices may have been raised may. to a level that's not appropriate in the hospital. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, words would have been spoken. Hey. Threats might have been made. I don't know. <laughs> really? Actions may have been taken. Because seriously. I know. It's not funny at all. It's it, not. It, you'd be out of your mind. Yeah. I'd be, you'd be out, of, out of your mind. Yeah, you would. Uh, and so, uh, 
our heart, my, my heart goes out. Oh to, my gosh! To yes, because you don't know what the right. I mean, it's really horrible. The kid is 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 obviously struggling. The child is obviously struggling. Yep. And so, what is the right thing? Uh, you know, uh, that's up to the parents. You and I obviously would believe that. Uh, guess mm-hmm. what? You get to make the decision for your child because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this or not. It's your child. Yeah, it used to. It seems to me it it used to be that way. At least I thought it was. Has this always been going on where hospital administrators said, nope, we're not going to treat him anymore. Sorry. Nah, we're not going to do that. I don't know about always, but certainly in the in the near past. Yeah, um, in the last few years, yeah. it's been that way. But I don't think 20, 30 years ago it was that way. Maybe it was, and I just didn't wasn't aware of it. Maybe these stories didn't uh, come out. I, I don't know. Maybe they didn't get as much national play as as they get now. But it seems like this happens pretty frequently now and the parents uh wishes just don't matter they just don't care what the parents want to do in these cases well pat you know that look the parents are gonna always err on (laughs) the kid living yeah that's just silly because that's that's well sometimes it you know takes a lot of treatment and uh time and effort and I guess you can't devote it that kind of time and effort. Again, it's, it goes back to me. This is death panel stuff. 19 other hospitals have agreed with us. <laughs> is it 19? I think it is. Yeah, I think they, I think they said that they, I think in the story, they well, said Well, of course that, the hospitals uh, are going to stick together. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that they had talked to uh, 19 other hospitals. I'm sure it didn't have anything to do with the whole Cook medical family of right. hospitals. Yeah. I don't care if it's 900 hospitals. Of course, the hospitals are going to stick together. <laughs> None of them want to get sued. Uh, and so they're all going to say, yeah, what that hospital said, that's what we that, think. That's the right Yeah, thing. that's the right way to go. Yeah, w- what they said. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on this and um, see if, if at least the appeals process is allowed to go through and see where it winds up i mean i i don't know how far the parents can take this i don't know if they can afford to keep the treatment going and appeals process going paying lawyers paying doctors paying the hospital bills what a nightmare i I, i'm surprised family i don't see a gofundme page for the brown family but there certainly should be one so that you can help with the uh with this battle that they're in the legal battle and the medical battle for that matter because if the problem is that they can't afford treatment, I thought that was I thought that was what Obamacare was all, all right. about. Well, wait a minute. Nobody should be denied health care. I thought everybody had health care and all the health care they need. Nobody should go bankrupt because of medical expenses. So where's that? <clears throat> so anyway, whichever is the case, whether they can afford it or not, I, um, the medicine involved, once you also put the the legal fees into the equation that's going to be a massive bill and they could probably use some help we should look for it it doesn't say anything about about the cost what they're talking about is the is the um the bill the the code it's called the texas advanced directives act yeah and that claims that the physicians can use to end a patient's care they determine is futile even if the family disagrees that's outrageous that is seriously outrageous. So, okay. So it's just like Texas Right to Life said. Uh, they're treating an 11-month-old baby uh, like a criminal. Yeah. 
not only disregarding the Constitution, but also sent- sentencing an innocent 11-month-old baby to death like a criminal. I think that sums it up pretty well. 888-727-BECK. Hey, do you, do you know that Stacey Abrams, who ran for governor in Georgia, still hasn't conceded? <laughs> you know that from last year's election when she lost you know the election uh she still hasn't conceded well so she hasn't lost that that's what you're <laughs> yes, saying dad that's what i'm saying yes the vote was, it was the I mean, she's certainly been treated like she hasn't from, lost she I'll has tell you that. yeah by democrats they treat her like right it was a stolen election uh so she lost a voting lawsuit um lost, still hasn't conceded, founded an advocacy group called Fair Fight Action that opposes reasonable measures aimed at protecting the integrity of our elections. The same people convinced that Russia is meddling in our elections want to secure the ballot box with nothing more than the honor system. Fair Fight Action filed an emergency motion in an attempt to stop Georgia from cleaning up its voter rolls. So they want to get, you know... Dead people off of the rolls. They want to get people who don't live there anymore off the rolls. They want to get people who aren't alive off the rolls. Okay, but that's that's terrible. That's like that's that's Russian meddling. <laughs> In a ruling last week, a judge decided that Abrams Group was improperly asking the judge to interpret state law. Said the group failed to prove anyone's constitutional rights would be violated as a result. And that any voter registration erroneously canceled could simply be restored within 24 to 48 hours, according to the defense. Proper list maintenance is not only required by long-standing laws, but is also important in maintaining the integrity and smooth functioning of elections, according to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger. Love him. It's one of my love Brad. It's one of my favorite Raffensperger's. You know, from the Georgia Rappensburgers yes. family. Yes. Not the Alabama <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't like them at all. It's the Georgia <laughs> Raffensburgers that yeah. uh, I've always Top enjoyed. Nine. Top dot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mr. Raffensperger said, Georgia has registered nearly half a million voters since the last election. Clear proof that we're doing things to make it easy for people to vote. Recently, the state of Georgia announced that it would be removing from its voting rolls around 309,000 inactive voters who moved out of the state, whose addresses were undeliverable, or who haven't voted since 2012. Okay, is that reasonable? Kind of seems like it. Sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, and maybe the reason they haven't voted since 2012 is because they're dead. Is it possible? Yes. Huh. Yes. I mean... Okay, if you th- if you think that's what what it is, fine. <laughs> this Stacey Abrams thing is agonizing. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't mean, either. I, I, I do because I'm just not going to concede, and she should have won. And no matter what happens, she, right? They're and not going to concede. She, and she had, you know, she had uh, Oprah. She had everybody, you know, behind her. And oh, she's she so radical, so, great. so and, extreme, and, and she radical. Was the one that gave the you know the the speech after the uh, presidential. Uh, yearly speech it was stacy abrams out there talking which was just 
agonizing. That's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agonizing. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> a delight. She's an absolute. That's the word I was looking for. Delight. Not agonizing. Delightful. <laughs> delightful. Yes. 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 That's the word I was looking. For. <laughs> it's a different word completely yeah. than you were thinking about originally. <laughs> I had to rethink it too, real quick. Yeah, I, I realize she's a delight now. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I th- I see her, I think, what a delight! Isn't she fun? Stacey Abrams. She's wonderful. Wow, that's, that's great. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Mary in New York. Uh, hi, Mary. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hi. Hi. Um, I've never called the station before, so if I'm nervous, forgive me. Um, I was an old ICU nurse. Mm-hmm. Old. I'm old. Um, retired. And I worked intensive care. There are a couple of sides to this. From the picture I've seen of the baby, she looks, her eyes look alert. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you the two points. Things have changed. Way back when I worked, um, if there was family involved and a person was considered brain dead, you had to have criteria. You had to have uh, serial EEGs over a period of several days. And we never took someone off a ventilator if the family didn't want it. That's what I thought, uh, yeah. where I worked, major medical centers. And I worked at Bellevue Hospital in the city of New York, University mm-hmm. of Colorado Medical Center. So this was two mm. different states. You never did. You just didn't. Yeah. But sometimes if you explain to people the problem and give them some time to think about it, they come to the same realization. The other part is that you don't know the other That's different than forcing the issue, though. Yeah. No, I agree. We didn't do it back then at Mm -hmm. all. But the the part that you don't know is the underlying diagnosis of the child. If this is pure money, this is pure sick. Yeah, but, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that that it, whether it is or it isn't about right. the money. Mm-hmm. But her underlying diagnosis may be this is her life, and it wouldn't right. be a good life. Not that I agree with them, but we don't know the, the. They can't tell you the medical part of her. You right. know, the family could, but the doctors in the hospitals can't. If it's pure money, it's it's horrible. We never did it if a family didn't want it, but there are times when we did. But again, there, were, there was a criteria, but the family wasn't involved. But sometimes people are unrealistic, mm-hmm. sad as it sounds, terrible as that sounds, about a prognosis. But see, that's where you get into, you know, the parents want their yeah. children to live, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this child, she's yeah. 11 months old now. Yeah. She's been in the and hospital for the entire 11 months. Right. Um, you know, but, it's, it's yeah. scary. We never it's did tough. it. We never yeah, did it back then if the family didn't want it. I, I think the ethics have changed. The... The, the it was more business now than uh, I don't know. I was in teaching hospitals. You like to learn, but the poor baby, you know, yeah, I know. it's a hard decision. Yeah, it is both sides to look at. Yeah, but we never did it back then. Appreciate it, thanks, Mary. That's what I thought. You will. That's that's it. It certainly seemed that way to me. But I, it's better now because they've what they've done is they've brought in several hospitals and they've asked, <laughs> "Hey, what do you think?" Right. What do you guys think? And they they all agreed. Uh, yeah, that, they did. You know, just, and know what, what a surprise that they would all back they, up. They all agreed. And they're not the agreeing other hospital. to, get to mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. end life support. They're right. just agreeing right, right. to try to let the child live on her own. And it's not just Without one hospital. Support. It's 19 right. hospitals. So, 19 hospitals agree. So how much does it take to make a panel? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. 19 seems like a pretty good number. You're listening to Glenn Back. 
and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He returns on Monday morning. 888-727-BECK. You can listen to my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, immediately preceding this show, right before this show, from uh, 5 to 7, no, from <laughs> from 7 to 9 Eastern, and uh, 6 to 8 Central Time. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> It's bizarre. Uh, I don't. I, I can't tell time anymore. So, and then if you don't want to get <laughs> or, if you right. don't want to get up super early, just right. you know, download the podcast. If you're and, a bum. <clears throat> if you're a bum and just want to lay in mm-hmm. bed and you know listen right. to things when you want to. Okay, maybe you're yeah. a liberal and you don't have a job you need to get up for. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. You can Whatever. listen to the show later in the day. Theblaze.com. Yeah, uh, theblaze slash podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, and you'll find Jeffy's chewing the fat podcast there as well. Uh, we've been talking about this infant who's 11 months old at Cook uh, Children's Medical Hospital in Fort Worth. And a judge has just ruled that uh, the baby's life support can be turned off against the parent's wishes. The family really wants to keep going. Uh, and and the medical personnel have said, nah, there's no reason for it. We've been doing this for 11 months now. It's, it's time, time to stop. It's time. I don't know where you draw that line or where. I, I don't. I mean, I, well... To me, you draw the line with, you know, I'm the parent and we've got to. Yeah, the parents decide, yes. right? Yes. Um, uh, let's let's go to uh, Ron in New Mexico. Hey, Ron, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Jeffy. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yeah, so, I mean, I completely support the family wanting to keep their child alive, mm-hmm. but I also don't think uh, that they have the right to subjugate their, uh, their wishes onto the hospital. I mean, the hospital... Maybe if they don't want to be uh, involved in continuing something that they see as being unethical, they shouldn't be forced to. Well, uh, you're talking about the life of a person, though. What's um, unethical about that for a hospital? Yeah, isn't that, isn't it kind of ethic unethical to to give up uh, a treatment when the when the family's wishes are that the, you keep the patient alive? I, I mean, I support mm-hmm. them moving the child to another hospital. I mean, but. Let's say it was yeah. something else, like you wanted uh, the hospital to perform a sex change on an eight-year-old. Well, are you going to then force the hospital to do what you want just because it's what you want? No, but that's not a that's not a, a life and death matter for one thing. So it's a little bit different. Well, a little bit well, different. That's what the the trans uh, people would say is that it is. Life it, they probably would. Yeah, they probably would. My, yeah, they probably would. Thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to one of the articles I read, uh, the child has. A heart defect, high blood pressure, and a chronic lung uh, condition. Yeah, it's okay. a, it, I mean, like very ill. It's going to take some healing. Like yes, the possibility of an actual recovery is pretty low. Is yeah, and for them, it yes. seems like we're just doing stuff to her. We're not really improving her overall condition. And they do, they do I mean, claim, I, they do claim the baby's in pain as well. Yes, no matter so, what they do. Yeah, I mean, they, they can only. Yeah, I, it, I really feel. Yeah, I do too. Oh my, it's it's a tough situation. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate it. Um, you know, we, we had another situation sort of like this. Uh, f- uh, was it a year or two ago where there was a hospital uh, that wanted to deny treatment to an ailing patient? And the family... That was the family in, in England, though, right? Uh, was it England or was they, it here? I mean, it might have been I, I, England. I don't remember. They, I, get, I don't know. There have been so confused. many of these stories. I get confused together, but they... They do but, blend together. But, but there was an alternative hospital, right. and they, they had somebody who was going to give them care. And the hospital wouldn't even let them move the patient, right? Because they made their decision. No, sorry, we're turning off the right. We're shutting in. We're shutting down life support. Well, no, I've got somebody 
who will treat them. They've agreed to this. And so I don't know if that's the case uh, with this baby. If there's a hospital that they could transfer the I baby mean, to, then, it, yeah, you should probably do that. I don't know where that would be. Uh, you know, they said that they, you know, in this, they said that they checked with 19 other hospitals all agreeing with the same diagnosis. Were they 19 hospitals in this area, or were they just in the Cook Children's yeah, I, see, network? I, Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. You know. Who knows? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a really tough. It sure is. Uh, it's it a, sure is. It's a tough and, and really tragic issue. And uh, I just, it's hard. It's hard to take that decision away from the parents. It sure is. From the family. It sure is. Me. Because we're told all the time that uh, somebody knows better than, than us. All the time. All the time. Somebody knows better than us. Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, Mike Bloomberg, mm-hmm. uh, Bill de Blasio. They all, they all we don't know even know how to us. eat, according to those progressives. <laughs> They all know better than us. Yeah, you got. And now the hospitals. No, they know better than us. Everybody mm-hmm. knows better. Look, you're just a dummy, right? You're, I'm sure, we're not capable of making decisions. We understand decisions like you as a lowly, dumb human want your child to live forever, <laughs> <laughs> but we've decided, yeah, that we know better, and it's just, it's tiring. Yeah, and we don't want to be told that. And when it's your child, of course you don't you want that do to happen. And you definitely. do anything to save them. You do anything to Whatever save them. Whatever it was. And, and, and in some cases, it might be unreasonable. There might be no way for this baby to survive. Um, but if they and, have and I the think, means... I think my answer to that would be so. Yeah, I know. I know. Especially if they have the means. And I don't know because the, this story, the story yeah, that I we never read, saw, I never saw anything it about. doesn't say anything about the money situation. Financials. It doesn't say whether they can afford it or they can't. Whether they're paying their bills or they're not. It doesn't say anything about that. So, and, uh, and we don't even know that the aspect. line there? Are we drawing the line? Shouldn't, no. That the hospital has now decided, well, you know, we'd take care of your patient. But, but you can't afford uh, it. You know, I, I mean... There's there's that argument as well because people mm-hmm. do uh, who are able to afford better care those evil rich people uh, that are able to afford better care I where I don't know where that line is the the line is you you get the best that those, you can all I know is those people shouldn't exist because they're evil <laughs> those people with lots of money who can't afford all this stuff. I'm glad you said it. it. I, didn't, I didn't want to say it, but I'm glad you yeah, did. It because... had to be said. Okay. It had to be said. <laughs> Thank you. Right? I Thank mean, you. we've. if yeah. there's one thing we've learned from Democrats, it's that wealthy people are evil, and they should be they shunned, should and they should be shamed, and they shouldn't be allowed to live. Their money should be confiscated. Their property should be taken away from them. Well, confiscated And they should a... perhaps go to prison and for the rest of their lives. hard word, but they should at least pay <laughs> it all in taxes. Yes, they should. Yes, how much is their fair share? 100%. Yes. That's how much. You know what? Okay, you happy now? 110%. We want, we want everything you've got. Take a little bit while extra. While you're alive and while you're dead, we're taking it too. <laughs> uh, after you've given us everything you have, then you can work for the next 10 years and give all of that to us as yes. well. Uh, so, yeah. And then we'll, we'll see if that's enough. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it would be nice to finally, uh, once and for all, ascertain what that fair share is if we could get that out of the democrats uh, during the campaign sometime you know you could you continually tell us that the wealthy haven't paid their fair share okay what is their fair share let's just settle on that can we at least agree on what a fair share is 
It's not apparently it's not the 40 percent or 44 percent they're paying right now. Or if you add up local and state taxes, probably 55, 60 percent in some cases. That's not a fair share. No, it is not. Is it 70? Is it 75 percent? Is it 90 percent? Is it 100 percent? Where is that fair share line? That would be nice to finally, once and for all, find out. Well, I mean, look, at some point, you've made too much money. Yeah, well, so, I think, yeah. Uh, uh, Barack made that, that clear yeah. to us. So, right? you know, let's let's be honest that when you reach that point, there's nothing. The line is everything. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, New York Governor uh, Cuomo has blocked some federal judges from officiating at weddings. Why? Well, because they might be Trump nominees. That's why. And they can't marry No, people? no, because they might have come from Donald Trump. So Andrew Cuomo has vetoed a, a non-controversial bipartisan bill that would have allowed all federal judges to officiate weddings in the state because some of them might have been nominated to the bench by President Donald Trump. That's unbelievable. So the federal judges aren't doing <clears throat> weddings anyway. I mean, if I'm a federal judge, do I want Bill and Mary coming in and saying their <laughs> Probably vow, not. Saying their vows in front of me? No, I but know, no. I mean, for an extra 10 bucks on Saturday? I don't think so. <laughs> there is that aspect, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Cuomo said, I cannot in good conscience support legislation that would authorize such Actions by federal judges who are appointed by this federal administration. Oh, my gosh. President Trump does not embody who we are as New Yorkers. The cornerstones that built our great state are diversity, tolerance, and inclusion. Well, except for Trump and except his people. For, no. We don't include them. No. We don't tolerate them. No. They, and we don't, we don't include them. No. Based on these reasons, I must veto this bill. That is unbelievable. We can't diversify down that road. No, I'm no, not, no. no, that's too diverse. If you're talking about <laughs> yes. Republicans, uh, no. no, I'm sorry. We can't no, go there. That's not going to happen. That's unbelievable. Sorry, my friend. I mean, what hypocrisy, what unbelievable hypocrisy this is. Which is why it was bipartisan. And he gets away with it. Right, be right. But which is why it was a bipartisan bill, though, really. Because I'm, I'm guessing that there weren't a lot of federal judges that wanted to marry people. But, yeah, you know, they, maybe not. they have a backlog in New York. Maybe it's, you know, they're trying to help out smaller areas. I don't know what why they would do that. But they were like, yeah, sure. Whatever. If federal judges want to marry Bill and Mary on Saturday, yeah. go ahead. In a democratically controlled state. Right. But this guy is so extreme. He vetoes that bill. Yeah, some of them might have been appointed by Trump. I can't have that. <laughs> Wait, what? They, well, is, on behalf of the great state of New York, I now pronounce you man and wife. That's Does just, it work? That's just nuts. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, it's Pat and Jeffy for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He'll be back on Monday morning. Uh, you got some good news on the Impossible Burger front, huh? There are some good news. That is good news the on the Impossible. The meatless burger that tastes just like meat, pretty much, it seems. Well, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, we, we heard uh, we heard late last year, since we were in early uh, 2020, that uh, it had similar ingredients. Ingredients to dog food. That's it, though. Yeah. I mean, so, mm-hmm. what, what <laughs> so? food doesn't? Right. We know that the Impossible Whopper has 25 grams of protein. 
The Whopper has 28 grams, so it's darn near. Mm-hmm. Uh, darn it's near close to equal. Yeah, I mean, darn near the same. But we also know, according to uh, this particular doctor, that uh, it has a high amount of estrogen in each <laughs> burger. Oh, really? The Impossible Whopper hmm. has 44 mg of estrogen. 44 milligrams. milligrams. Of so, All right. 44 yeah. milligrams of estrogen. It sounds, I don't know if that's a lot. I, I, I don't know. But he said the Whopper has 2.5 ng of estrogen. So is that a negative mm. grams of estrogen? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't, know. don't know. I don't know what it is. Nanograms. Okay. Nanograms. Okay. So that means that the Impossible Whopper, according to this doctor's math, okay. uh, has 18 million times as much estrogen as a regular Whopper. <laughs> that, that seems like a lot. 18 it million does times. does seem like a lot. Huh. That so, seems like a l- real lot. That's a way lot. According to this story now, six <laughs> glasses of soy milk per day yeah, okay. has enough estrogen for you to grow breasts. breasts. So I don't, you know, maybe you eat three or four. Wait, how long? Breasts. How long would I have to drink six glasses of soy milk before I grow breasts? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it doesn't, come on, it doesn't there's that much estrogen days. in soy. It doesn't. I mean, you have huh. to, six glasses a day for ten years, four years, yeah, your whole say. life. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah, but <laughs> I've heard things about soy before. Where yeah, there's something going on there. But, I mean, they're filling us with estrogen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you know, I'm an example of that. Are you? Yes, yes, I am. Okay, yes, I am. I've got way too much estrogen. All right. Uh huh. So you've grown breasts? I is have. that what you're oh telling my us? Gosh, yes. Yeah. My right. entire body is just a breast. <laughs> that's really icky. But thank you. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way. So I'm just saying. Look. So the, be, I be mean, careful. There have been some really ugly things coming there, out about this impossible burger right. lately. Like you said, just a few weeks ago, they were talking about the dog food uh, similarity because the the ingredients are very similar to dog food. Right now, <laughs> they're saying that you're getting high doses of estrogen every time you eat the thing. And it sounds, and you say high dosages, 18, eighteen million times more than the Whopper itself. You've convinced me not to eat the thing. That's, I mean, these two. St- I, I'm not even going to take the chance now. I'm not eating that burger. And you have to specifically ask for it to be microwaved. Or they're just going to cook it on the grill that they're cooking the beef on, right? So, I mean, I don't know oh, what yeah. the point is. Yeah. I mean, your point of having the Impossible Burger is to not have beef. Yes. But do you want dog food and breasts and to have it <laughs> I, I personally don't. Me- <laughs> no. You sure? I personally don't. Okay. And that's just you, though. I mean, yeah, it might be just me. I don't know. <laughs> it, you know, look. I... I I'm sure you, if Stu were here, he would poo-poo this. Absolutely he would. In some way. Absolutely he would. And then you'd have to say, well, take off your shirt. All right, let's see what you <laughs> let's got. Let's see who has let's the breasts. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Let's see, who's, let's see what the Whopper's okay. done and what the Impossible Burger has done, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, if you want the Impossible Burger, is it going to matter? Probably not. I don't know. Probably not. Am I going to take the chance? Nope. <laughs> nope. I've been convinced. Whether this is true or not, I don't know. Yeah. I but mean, it's enough to convince me I'm not having the Impossible Burger <laughs> ever again. So, All right, there's well, that. I didn't mean to do that. That's, <laughs> that's what you sorry. did, my friend. That's what you just did. 
888-727-BECK. You're listening to Glenn Beck.